We're recruiting for a clinical trial for a possible treatment to help those infected by COVID-19. If you're 18 or over and have tested positive for COVID-19 during the past five days, you may be eligible to participate. There's a clinical trial located nearby, and participation is voluntary. You may stop at any time. Participants will receive study-related care at no cost. To learn more, visit MerckCOVIDResearch.com. That's M-E-R-C-K COVIDResearch.com. You're listening to Empowerment and All That podcast, your favorite podcast for women's empowerment hosted by Rita Bautista. It's time to be reminded of the authority of your inner goddess and elevate the power within. Are you ready? Hey guys, it's Rita here with Empowerment and All That, your favorite podcast for female empowerment. So for today's show, you guys, I'm going to share some of my own personal stories about vulnerability and how I've always been able to overcome those moments that I fear the most. So when you think about vulnerability, you have that feeling, that thought of fear in the pit of your stomach. It's that moment when someone tells you to go speak to someone new that you don't know. It's that second where someone asks you, to or you're interested in someone and you don't want to approach them because you're uncomfortable or it's the moment where you're supposed to ask for your raise at work and you're really uncomfortable and you're just like oh you know what I what if I get denied what if that person tells me no what if I don't get that raise that I deserve and I know that I deserve but I'm trusting this gut feeling that's the negative gut feeling that's telling me, you know what, maybe today is not the day. Maybe my fear of the feeling is going to overpower me actually moving. And you know what's sad about that is that sometimes we allow vulnerability to take over our lives. And that ability to let vulnerability take over your life keeps you stuck in a space where you're not moving forward. And when I say that, Let's take those three examples I just gave, right? Like if somebody tells you to go speak to a stranger, I'm a very social person, but even I can be the introvert extrovert at times where I'm like, oh man, now I have to talk to another new person. I don't even know this person. What if they're judging me? What if they don't like me? What if they think I'm crazy for coming up to them? What if, what if, what if, what if, right? Or moving to the other, um, the other example that I gave was talking to Or going up to a crush and telling them, hey, you know, let's get that cup of coffee or let's go here or let's go there or um, I'm interested in you or or the other part, which is basically the asking for a raise when you know you deserve it. Right. In those three scenarios, that can put you in a very uncomfortable place in general. Now, the thing is, is that we forget that fear basically paralyzes us. Right. So when it paralyzes us, it stops us from truly living our truest self in our truest lives. And the thing about it is when when you stop yourself in your tracks, right, you're stopping your life. You're stopping your ability 
to continue going forward. Now, I'm not saying that vulnerability is a weakness. It's absolutely not. It's actually a strength because it gives you the ability to recognize those things that give you a hard stop, right? Those things that make you overthink, those things that are telling you that maybe I'll be ashamed or uncomfortable or vulnerable or um, maybe this person will reject me. And the truth of the matter is, is that with vulnerability, what we're afraid of is not actually the action, but the potential of being rejected. The potential of you going up to this new person that you don't know and saying, hi, my name is Rita. And that person just looking at you like you're crazy and walking away from you or the person that you're interested in telling you that they're actually involved with someone or your boss telling you, hey, you know what? Yeah, I don't think you deserve that raise. But here's what you forget. That rejection, it only happens 50% of the time when you go through a scenario like that. So 50% of the time, right, that you go up to that particular person, that particular person may deny your presence. 50% of the time that you ask somebody, they have the ability to tell you yes or no if they want to go out on a date with you or if they're interested in you. And 50% of the time, when your boss asks you for, or when you go and ask for a raise, 50% of the time they have the ability to say no. But here's the thing, they have the ability to say yes. So you're stopping yourself from allowing the yes to come to you. You're stopping your positivity in its tracks. And what happens there is that when we start to allow fear to run our lives, right? When we start to allow these barriers to run our lives, we get into this place where sometimes anxiety starts to build. You start to get really uncomfortable in scenarios where you're not comfortable being in your own skin. And then you allow for things to just get stuck. And why stay stuck when you have the ability to move forward? One of the things that I realized about myself, and this is something that I actually truly do love about myself, and it can be really scary sometimes when I look at back at some of the things that I've just pushed myself to do, but I literally see something that I, makes me uncomfortable and I don't say no. I run straight into the wall. Now, I'm not telling you <laughs> that it's always been like the best idea in the world, right? Because I have also been faced with challenges and things that didn't work. But, but for those things that didn't work, at least I, re- I recognized that those things didn't work. I was able to learn a lesson, a valuable lesson about myself. And obviously, if something that I can pivot and change in the future. But if I would not have done that, I would not have moved. Now, I remember... I was going through those moments of anxiety and vulnerability about four or five years ago. And, you know, I've talked very candidly about my journey with therapy. And my therapist used to tell me all the time, she's like, you know, Rita, you look at like mile 365 without getting to mile one yet. So when you start to feel uncomfortable, think about like that big task of asking your boss for a raise Instead of asking it, like instead of thinking about it that big, just think about the first thing that you would do, which is essentially maybe send an email and say, hey, um, I'd like to talk to you. And then maybe the second thing would be like, hey, I 
need to do some research and figure out exactly what the raise is going to be. What are the things that I've done to prove myself so that you're more prepared to go in so that situation would be a little bit more comfortable, right? Maybe in certain scenarios, like asking your specific crush or the person you're interested in, if they would be interested in going out with you, that situation is obviously a lot different just because, yeah, there is a 50-50 chance, but you can't necessarily prepare for it. The only thing you can do in those situations is just dive in and say something. Because if not, you'll go years without ever telling somebody. And have you ever had that situation where you've been extremely like, you've been liking someone for a very long time and then it goes and it turns into the friend zone because you never acted on that situation. And sometimes as women, we spend our times waiting for the man to take take step one or make a move in that situation when we could have easily just said something and he would have been like, oh, I... I didn't think you'd ever be interested in me. You are more beautiful, more attractive than anybody I thought would be interested in me. And maybe he's just a little bit intimidated by you. I know for sure a lot of people have been intimidated by me uh, throughout my life because I have a very strong personality. But, you know, if you don't make that move, if you don't say something, you're basically going to keep yourself back from those kind of things. Now, let's talk about for a second, just some of the reasons why people are afraid of jumping in, right? Obviously, the number one, number one thing is like the fear of being hurt, the fear of opening yourself up. And, you know, what if this person doesn't like me, and they definitely do say no, well, here's the thing. It's hard when we want to protect ourselves from everything. It's hard when we've had past situations that have scared us into believing that we're not going to be hurt again in our lives. But here's the one thing Bob Marley, I think, said it best when he says, you know, everyone's going to hurt you. You just have to pick the right one. You know, you can't close yourself off forever because you're afraid that someone's going to hurt you. You know, family members hurt us, friends hurt us, but doesn't mean that we have to seclude ourselves from everyone just because of that. And, you know, the more, the more you know the way you want to be loved, the easier that gets too, right? So I think that's probably diving a little too deep for this vulnerability episode, but um, the more you open up, the more the ability um, the other person has to get to you. And the thing is, is that, you know, that doesn't matter. I think a lot of people get stuck in their heads sometimes and they start to worry about what others are thinking. And that is really the core of a lot of the fears that we have. And some of those stem back to childhood with our parents. What's my mom going to think? What do my parents think? What are my cousins going to think? What are my sisters going to think? What are my blah, 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 friends, society, all that jazz. And I just finished watching this awesome show called um, La Casa de los de las Flores or The House of uh, Flowers on Netflix. And that show was awesome. I haven't watched like a Spanish style novela in a long time. 
if you have subtitles, I recommend listening, watching the show because it's really funny. But I think one of the great, the greatest things about that show is that it teaches that lesson that worrying what other people's think can really um, cause an issue for you personally, because you're not allowing your personal self to live your life. You're living mom's life. You're living um, Becky's life. You're living Tia Juanita or um, everybody else's life other than your own when you are not allowing yourself to not care about other people's thoughts. You don't have to worry about appearing weak or appearing vulnerable because the thing is, is that no one in this world has it all together. No one. No one under the sun will know that you know, that this is, this is what you want and that's what you should go with. And the thing is, is sometimes when you pull away from the grain, you can actually create something more beautiful in that, in that opportunity than had you had stayed in your lane that your parents or your friends or your cousins or, or everyone had drawn these boundaries for you. You know, a personal thing that I had, I moved from New Orleans to Houston and you know, a lot of people don't know what career changes or careers I've ever had. And, you know, truthfully, it's no one's business because it's decisions that I've made personally with my life, never asking anyone for their opinion. And maybe I was just raised to be a very strong woman who doesn't actually need confirmation from others. But I do fall into those traps at times, you know, where I'll ask too many opinions on things or... Um, start searching the web for too many ideas. And then what happens when, when I get too many opinions or too many ideas or too much content, I don't do anything at all because I am afraid that I haven't gotten enough information. And my thing to everyone today, the one thing that I'm going to tell you that gets me through all of this stuff is I always pull the trigger regardless to whether or not it's the best idea or not. I apologize afterwards And to myself, truthfully, there's no one else for me to apologize for when it comes down to making decisions for my personal life. Um, And yeah, there are moments that I realize that I've made the wrong decisions. But at the end of the day, we don't, you know, some of us believe this and some of us don't. But, you know, I am a sole believer in the fact that a lot of the stuff that we're doing in our lives we're kind of like playing that book, um, those books, these adventure books that we used to have when we were younger, you know, the ones that say like flip to page three, flip to f- page five. Oh, you know, oh, you're ending here or oh, OK, you can start again or whatever. But like every single decision we make, you know, it's sometimes you can't avoid it. You were supposed to make that mistake because if you didn't make that mistake, you wouldn't be here. And like for me, man, I can't tell you how awesome like all of these scenarios and every bad situation and every good situation that has happened has led me to this point now in my life. And the reason why is because I have not allowed vulnerability and fear to guide me. You know, I had I had been afraid, had I had been have I let vulnerability win? I wouldn't be recording these episodes for this podcast now. I wouldn't be talking about the importance of women's empowerment. I wouldn't be giving you guys information and things that you can use and utilize in your lives because I've proven to use these in mine. 
I wouldn't be sitting here interviewing some amazing women. Like the next next week's episode with Vanessa Vasquez, she's an actress in Hollywood right now who I happen to have met, you know, not too long ago. Uh, about 12, sorry, about 10 years ago. She's a sorority sister of mine and man, she's out there in LA and she just talked and poured out about, you know, being vulnerable and learning self-love and all these beautiful things. And I thought about after that interview, I was like, man, I have the opportunity to talk to people and get to their core so they can share these beautiful stories with other people. Had I had not decided to press record, well, had I not have been pushed, essentially, but had I not have decided to actually publish that episode and continue pushing forward, like, I wouldn't be able to share these stories. I wouldn't have the opportunity to continue talking about all these things for people, you know? So one of the things I'm going to do today is I'm going to challenge you. If you're listening to this podcast episode, it's because you were supposed to be listening. It's because you're supposed to be listening to this because for some reason or another, you feel like fear may be overcoming or vulnerability may be overcoming some of the choices and the small things in your life that if you start today in like five weeks from now, how different could your life look? If you chose to say no vulnerability, no fear, take a step away from those things. And the moment you feel that, lean into that feeling. Lean into the feeling of vulnerability because there's something beautiful on the other side of that. It's either a lesson or it's a positive move in the right direction. How many of us right now have something that's making us uncomfortable, it's making you fear, that's making you feel vulnerable. Maybe you have a whole bunch of credit card debt. Maybe you have um, a crush on somebody that, you know, that you want to talk to, but you're like, "Mm, you know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that guy's not interested. I'm going to challenge you today. Start, start small and work your way on up to something bigger. But do something small today that makes you feel uncomfortable and vulnerable. Do this for the next five days and work your way on up to the large thing. So let's say today, right? For those of us who work in an office, I'd say today would be your first small vulnerability challenge. Go up to the person that you're not necessarily friends with in your office or the person you don't know And ask them something very small, but very telling about themselves. Ask them anything like that is actually a a good question. Like not, hey, what's your middle name or something like that. Ask them something more in depth. Hey, Sally, you know, I'm wanting to get to know some more of my coworkers this week. And I, I really, I've been really interested in finding out, you know, like, what drives you? What's your favorite motivator? Like what, you know, I'm trying to also figure out what drives me as well. You know, it could be something as profound or something is is not as profound, right? As asking them like, you know, how many kids do you have? What's your kids' names? You know, something simple, something more than what you would normally know about them and dig more than just the surface. Because that makes people feel really uncomfortable to start asking some probing questions. But I'm challenging you today. 
if not your coworker, ask somebody that you know, text a friend, but get yourself in the habit of pushing past the fear of vulnerability. Because what's the worst that Sally could say to you? Uh, I don't want to talk to you about my kids. No, that's not what's going to happen. But the point is, is if you start with something small and you challenge yourself every day to do that with someone else or something else small, talk to another person at the grocery store, actually make eye contact with someone in the elevator. My God, I'm in in and out of elevators all day long, y'all. And I can't tell you how horrible it is that no, no, I obviously I talk to people all the time. I could talk to a brick wall, but the people get in the elevators and they don't even say good morning. Challenge yourself to say good morning to five people the next day after you talk to Sally. Challenge yourself to talk to people. And I'm telling you, once you have the ability and you get yourself in motion, you start to notice more patterns about people in general. And this stuff really starts to open up to you because those people are not going to think you're crazy. There's actually a challenge in the four-hour work week that I'm going to consider doing and you guys are going to think I'm crazy for it. But he has this challenge in that book, uh, Timmy Ferris. He says to lay down on the floor in front of your friends. Don't tell them anything. Lay down on the floor for five minutes. And you do this in public places. Now, this is a very hard challenge for me because I'm in dresses like 95% of the time. <laughs> but I think I'm actually going to go out and try it. And it's and he says to do it anywhere. And I think I want to actually try it out in a library because I have to go get my library card. I'm getting tired of paying for um, <laughs> online books. So I'm going to go get an, a library card to get free books online. But But yeah, just lay down for five minutes and see what happens. And here's the crazy thing. If you lay down on the floor for five minutes anywhere, nothing's going to happen to you. Other than people looking at you crazy, they'll laugh it off and then they'll move on. Some of them might ask you what you're doing, but you're not going to get kicked out of the situation or anywhere that you're at unless it's something weird. Like I'm not telling you to go like lay down in the middle of an emergency room or anything crazy like that or at your church or whatever. But like if you're at a family gathering, don't say anything to them. I mean, if you want to go that far, but challenge yourself to jump into that fear. Because when you challenge yourself for five days, right, you're challenging yourself for five days, then you can work yourself up to the feeling of, you know what, if I was able to do those five things, now I can tackle the larger thing, right? Like if I was able to find out what Susie's kids' names were, If I was able to talk to five people in the elevator, if I was able to ask the postman what his name is, if I was able to connect with more people and realize that we're all just here as community, that sense of fear, that sense of caring what other people think, it'll slowly start to come down. You know, I got a really awesome opportunity to interview my mom. I wouldn't even call it interview, but we played 20 questions. That's actually a pretty good thing to do too. But I knew, I was listening to a podcast with Jay Shetty, and he was talking about the importance of asking questions to your parents. I thought it was one of the most beautiful things because when I was growing up, my mother and I were not 
the closest. And now her and I have a pretty good relationship that we've worked on. And it has not come easy, I'll tell you. But it was my determination to make sure that I was going to have some sort of a communicating relationship with her. Well, she came to Houston to visit me and we did 20 questions, y'all. And when I tell you, by the time that was done, I was like, you know what? I am never going to be afraid to do anything or say anything ever again because I was able to really dive deep with her and she was diving deep with me where it's almost like our veils fell and we were looking at each other as humans, like as not mom and daughter, but people who have undergone a lot of things in life. And what that helps to do is like, why am I afraid? What am I afraid of? There's nothing to be afraid of, truthfully. Because in her eyes, she now has seen me. Like, she's seen me. And I think that's what people are really afraid of. It's like, why are you so afraid of people seeing you? Let them see you. Because here's the thing. They also have something that they've done, that they've gone through. They've been in those situations as well. Just as much as you don't want to be rejected, the person that you're probably dealing with or whatever they don't want to be rejected either and so we're like these two young children playing this non-rejection game and so it's just it's just so interesting I really do recommend for you guys to sit down and play 20 questions with your parents start light like you know you start with something simple like what's your favorite color you'd be surprised sometimes we think we know somebody and then you start asking them these questions and it's all different I was like, who, you know, what's your favorite color? Who's your favorite sibling? Um, What was the favorite place that you lived in? Like simple stuff like that. But when you seriously start pulling away and you get into the more serious questions, I think one of the most beautiful questions we both asked each other was, you know, she asked me what I would have wanted her to do differently as a parent. And she, and then I told her the same thing. You know, she asked me, she asked me, I asked her, And you'd be surprised what's interesting about that answer. It wasn't what we would have thought the other person wanted to hear. Not that the other person wanted to hear. I would have never guessed that that was her explanation for, for what she would have wanted me to do different. And the same thing with her, you know. And it, it's just so interesting when you start to dive in and start to realize that at our core, we really are so very similar, you guys. We are from the richest billionaire in the world to a person who is impoverished and homeless, we are all connected by a sense of community. And in that, we have foundations, which are, you know, to be loved, to be um, part of a community, to to just, you know, learn how to live with within the societal lifestyle that we live in you know it's just I don't know it's it's crazy it's just like at at the core we truly do want to be um we want to be loved and we don't want to be rejected and it is tough sometimes to come back from rejection but I promise you even in rejection there is beauty because Rejection just means no right now. It doesn't mean no forever. And that's something I teach a lot of people um, that I've worked with when I'm in sales 
It's, you know, rejection doesn't mean no. It just means no, not right now. And that can be applied to almost everything in life, except for those situations when no really does mean no. But, um, yeah, that's exactly how I look at rejection now. And if I can look at it like that, it makes it more of a positive approach versus looking at it in the pessimistic approach. So with all of that, I'd like to tell you guys that I really do appreciate how many people have been listening to the podcast. You know, I've had over a thousand downloads in less than three months. And I keep saying in less than and less than and less than, but I'm like, you guys surprise me. I have been beyond excited to read your ratings to read your reviews and to see your ratings and to see the comments on the posts and to be reached out by all of these amazing people who have just been so fantastic when it comes down to like giving information, getting information about podcasting. I haven't had anyone say no yet to an interview, you guys. And that to me is like the biggest sign in the world that I'm on the right path in this journey that started three months ago when I decided to say no to my fear and no to the vulnerability that I was feeling because I was afraid of what other people were going to think about me. And because of all of you guys, I continue to put out this content. So I want to tell you all, everyone who's listening out there, to my friends in India and my friends in Ireland, and those in Canada, and Puerto Rico, in the US, everywhere that you're listening to this, I want to say a sincere thank you from the bottom of my heart. Because if it wasn't for you guys, I obviously wouldn't need to put this out here. Because I didn't think at first that anybody wanted to hear it. And I was like, what am I doing? I'm crazy. But you guys have shown me time and time again, every single week that what I have to say in these interviews and all the content that I'm putting out here, it makes sense because you want to hear it. So thank you guys so very much. Please make sure to share this podcast with your friends, with your girlfriends. Let them know there's a Latina out here who's putting out some awesome content for her podcast called Empowerment and all that. You have to listen. She's got some awesome gems that are dropped. And Make sure to rate and review the podcast and subscribe, y'all, so you can get the fresh new episodes every Wednesday morning coming at you live. Well, technically not live, but coming at you first thing in the morning on Wednesday. And yeah, you guys, I'm just, I can't even tell you just how moved I have been by all the support and all the love that I've received from you guys. So thank you so very much, you guys, from the bottom of my heart. I truly, truly, truly thank you. If you want some more information on the podcast, please go to at empowerment and all that on Instagram or www.facebook.com forward slash empowerment and all that. And if you want to get some daily positive, uplifting quotes, you can follow my personal page on Facebook at Rita, R-I-T-A underscore Bautista, B-A-U-T-I-S-T-A, 1111. 
It'll be in the show notes too, in case you're interested. But I try to be positive and uplifting on my Instagram page because when I was undergoing, uh, you know, just some pretty tough times, I made sure that when I was on Instagram, I was following nothing but like positive motivational quotes. So I wanted to share the same thing in return for everyone and let you guys truly see just like how awesome it is to see some sort of positivity on your feed um, when sometimes, you know, social media can sometimes be kind of negative. So anyway, long story short, check me out on Instagram. Make sure to follow either Empowerment and all that on Instagram or my personal uh, Instagram page. And yeah, if you guys have any, 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 any like feedback what you want to hear. Hey, Rita, do you have any tips on, you know, motivation, inspiration, um, you know, business tips? I can try to find some amazing women who are just killing it out here. Um, I can get some awesome tips from them too, you know? So if you have any type of, you know, episode that you want to hear, if you know of somebody that you think would be great to be on the podcast, please share it with me. You can either DM me at empowerment and all that, or you can send me an email empowerment and all that at gmail.com. All right, guys. So make sure to keep it positive. Have a wonderful week. And I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. Till the next time. Thanks for tuning in to Empowerment and All That podcast with your host, Rita Bautista. Want to help me grow the listener tribe? Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram and Facebook under Empowerment and All That. And remember, keep it positive or don't keep it at all. Si tú y tus amigos ordenan de McDonald's juntos, deja que los demás agarren su comida primero. Yo sé, el solo pensar en el olor de las papitas y tener que esperar para meter tu mano en la caja y sacar unas suena loco. Pero por regla, si eres la última persona que sostiene la bolsa, entonces las papitas que se cayeron al fondo de la bolsa son tuyas. La paciencia paga, amigos. Para pa pa pa.